tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on October 16th, 2022 from New York City. All eyes were on the Bernabeu today as Real Madrid hosted Barcelona for this season's first Clasico in league play and the Whites got the better of their eternal rivals with a largely comfortable 3-1 victory. First half goals from Benzema and Valverde established a deserved advantage on the scoreboard and it looked like the Whites were going to ease to a win until Ferran Torres struck at the end of an 83rd minute counter to make the finish suddenly frantic. But Rodrigo was awarded a penalty on account of a 90th minute VAR check and he put it away a minute later to seal Barca's fate and earn Real all three points. The result re-establishes Real as the sole leaders at the top of the table with 25 points to Barca's 22 after nine matches played and it leaves Real as the lone unbeaten team in the Spanish top flight. Ancelotti starting 11 for the Clasico today consisted of Mendy, Alaba, Militao and Carvajal at the back, Modric, Chouameni and Cruz in the midfield and Benzema, Vinicius Jr. and Valverde up front forming the customary 4-3-3 with Andre Lunin at the back of them all in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from today's match is that Real's strategy to not just concede possession and defend served them very well, most notably during the first 20 minutes of the match as they were able to establish their own attacking rhythm while Barca were not able to see as much of the ball in the attacking half as they are accustomed to. The Whites made the most of that favorable balance in play when Benzema finished off a 12th minute counter with his deflected shot from the top of the box but while they looked primed to run over Barca in the minutes thereafter, they somewhat curiously shrank back into a defensive posture after those dominant first 20 minutes, which in turn allowed Barca to grow into the game and put the hosts under some pressure in the final third. But the Blaugrana weren't able to break down Real's defense despite having the home side on its heels, and the Whites took advantage on the counter to get a second goal in the 35th minute as they moved the ball from right to left and back to Valverde in the central area above the box, for a wonder strike that beat Ter Stegen into the left corner of the goal. It all made for a first half that established Real as the superior team, as the Whites showed that they can be effectively versatile and capable of beating Barca in more than one way. Once Real resumed more of a front foot approach to the game after halftime, things were going entirely comfortably, up until they got perhaps a bit too comfortable in the late stages of the contest. My second key takeaway from the Clasico is that Barca got let back into the match on account of Real's cavalier defending, which made things more nerve-wracking than they had to be during the final 10 minutes. As easily as things had been for Real after halftime, it really started to feel like the end result was inevitable after the hour mark as Barca didn't present a whole lot of promising ideas and their finishing was lacking the cutting edge when they did get opportunities in the final third. But that sense of ease may have just contributed to lulling Real to sleep at the back in the 83rd minute. It started when a cruise clearance from the left side of the box was easily intercepted as if Real had no concern of Barca getting the ball back in the attacking half. 
Ansu Fati then made a run past a half-speed Camavinga and Valverde's gambling challenge to get from the left wing into the left side of the box, and his cross was redirected by Lewandowski to find Ferran Torres as he drifted away from Mendy in the right side of the six-yard box, where he put the ball into the back of the net. All of a sudden, what had been a largely flat and uninspiring Barca side sprung to life, and Real looked a bit desperate in their efforts to ward off the equalizer, which nearly came on account of Fati's 87th-minute half-volley from the center of the box that missed just wide to the right. Once Real were awarded a penalty a couple of minutes later that Rodrigo converted in stoppage time, everyone could exhale, but had it not been for that momentary bit of relaxation defensively that opened the door, Real would have cruised all the way to the finish in this game. My third key takeaway from Real Madrid's 3-1 victory over Barcelona today is that the penalty awarded to Rodrigo in the 90th minute was the correct call, but it was a somewhat inconsistent one given how the referee did not award Lewandowski a penalty earlier in the second half. The replays showed that Eric Garcia did step on Rodrigo's right foot inside of the box, so even though Rodrigo may have overrun the ball on his attempt to cut inside, it was still a foul as Garcia made contact and did not make a play on the ball at all. The referee got it right on the VAR check after initially not awarding the penalty, and Rodrigo put Barca away for good from the spot in the 91st minute. However, when Lewandowski got in behind Madrid's defense and into the box in the 73rd minute, he was also not awarded the penalty by the referee when he went down after his attempt to cut inside, just as Carvajal made contact with him from behind. It looked like the ball was getting away from Lewandowski on account of his heavy touch in that moment, but Carvajal also did make contact with him from behind while making no play on the ball. So there's an argument to be made that it was a somewhat parallel situation to Rodrigo's penalty that deserved a similar decision. It was interesting in that the referee did not award a penalty on the pitch in both cases, but VAR only instructed him to take a second look in the case of Rodrigo's penalty. I thought he was going to confirm his on-pitch call to deny Real so as to be consistent with how he judged Lewandowski's case, but he surprisingly didn't, and when Rodrigo made it count, it was all she wrote for Barcelona on the day. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a goal Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 3-1 victory over Barcelona today. Starting up front, Karim Benzema rated as a 7. In the first half, he most notably and importantly opened up the scoring in the 12th minute, when he continued his run on the break to collect the ball that had rebounded from Ter Stegen's save to the top of the box, and he shot it off of Sergio Roberto and into the back of the net. In the second half, he got down the left wing after getting onto the end of a Valverde pass and took the ball into the box in the 50th minute, where he passed it back up to Cruz for a one-time shot from the top left of the box that went high. In the 52nd minute, he had a goal disallowed as he was ruled to be offsides when he made a run to get onto the end of Vinny's pass on the right wing before he fired at the goal from above the box. And in the 69th minute, he took another shot from above the box but sent the ball high. He was replaced by Marco Asensio in the 88th minute. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 7. In the first half, he and Mendy combined well on the left wing to advance the ball in the 7th minute after which he got the ball back in the left side of the box for a shot that was blocked. He got played down the wing by a good cruise ball in the 12th minute, after which he made a run into the box and forced a save with his shot. And in the 35th minute, he got onto the end of a Carvajal deflected pass in the center of the attacking half and played a backheel pass to Chouameni above the box during the build-up to Valverde's goal. In the second half, 
He just missed playing Benzema on sides with his crossfield pass to the right wing in the 52nd minute that led to Benzema's disallowed goal. In the 61st minute, he tackled Dembele from behind to halt his run above the right side of the box. And in the 67th minute, he got onto the end of a Modric pass on the left wing, got into the box, and took a shot that was blocked. He was replaced by Rodrigo in the 85th minute. Fede Valverde rated as a 7 for his official man of the match performance. In the first half, he most notably capped off a break in the 35th minute when a shot from above the box beat Ter Stegen inside of the left post to make a 2-0 Real. He also made a tackle from behind on the right side of the midfield in the 39th minute. In the second half, he played a good pass from the midfield for Benzema down the left wing in the 50th minute. He got onto the end of a Militao pass down the right wing in the 64th minute for a break before picking out Vinny above the box. In the 69th minute, he played the ball from the right side of the penalty area to Benzema above the box for a shot that went high. He gambled and lost on his sliding challenge of Antu Fati on the left wing in the 83rd minute during the build-up to the Ferran Torres goal. But in the 89th minute, he got down the right side from the defensive half all the way into the final third on a break before he played the ball to Rodrigo for him to get into the box, draw a foul, and win Real a penalty. In the midfield, Luka Modric rated as a 6. In the first half, he made a good run on the right side of the defensive half in the 7th minute before playing a perfect crossfield pass to Mendy on the left wing. In the 17th minute, he received a cruise pass in the midfield and played the ball out to Vinny on his left to advance the ball. In the 44th minute, he played a good crossfield long ball for Valverde on the right wing and in stoppage time, he blocked Pedri's shot from above the box. In the second half, he made a good run past defenders on the left wing in the 52nd minute before passing to Vinny on his right. In the 58th minute, he played a bad pass to Benzema above the box that killed a good long spell of possession. In the 67th minute, he played the ball to Vinny on the left wing to set him up for a run into the box and a shot. In a couple of minutes later, he played a clever backheel pass in the right side of the box for Valverde during the build-up to Benzema's shot from distance. He was replaced by Eduardo Camavinga in the 78th minute. Aurelian Chouameni rated as a 6. In the first half, he dribbled well while surrounded by defenders in the defensive half to maintain possession in the third minute. In the 35th minute, he played the ball to Mendy in the left side of the box during the counter that ultimately led to Valverde scoring Real's second goal. And in the 44th minute, his attempted cross from above the box was intercepted. In the second half, he made a good run into the attacking half in the 53rd minute. He deflected an attempted through ball from above Real's box in the 63rd minute. He dangled a leg to foul Dembele above the right side of the box in the 71st minute, but then he tackled Lewandowski at the top of the box as he got onto the end of a cross from the right wing in the 76th minute. And in the 78th minute, he was tackled above Real's own box to dangerously turn the ball over. Tony Cruz rated as a 7. In the first half, he made interventions in the defensive half in the 6th and 10th minutes. And in the 12th minute, he played a through ball from the left side of the midfield area for Vinny down the left wing to spark the break that led to the opening goal. He played a good pass from the back for Modric in the midfield area in the 17th minute, uncharacteristically played a bad pass from left to right that went out in the 19th minute, and made a run in the central area of the attacking half in the 39th minute, but was tackled thereafter. In the second half, his one-time shot from the top left of the box went high in the 51st minute. In the 55th minute, he made a tackle above the box and then played the ball out to Vinny on the left wing for a Madrid break. A couple of minutes later, he dribbled through defenders out of the back well to start another Real counter. 
He intercepted a through ball above the box in the 63rd minute, and he won the ball with a tackle above the left side of the box in the 81st minute. But in the 83rd minute, his headed clearance from the left side of the box was intercepted to start the quick counter down the left wing that led to Barca's goal. In the back, Ferland Mendy rated as a 7. In the first half, he and Vinny played a good give-and-go in the 7th minute for Mendy to get down the left wing before he returned the ball to Vinny in the box for a shot that was blocked. In the 35th minute, he picked out Valverde from the left side of the penalty area for his shot from above the box that made it 2-0. In the 40th minute, he defended Rafinha's run into the right side of the box well, and in stoppage time, he blocked Rafinha's cross from the right side of the box. In the second half, he made a good run to advance the ball in the attacking half in the 58th minute. He did well to step in front of Gavi on the right wing and allowed the ball to go out in the 61st minute. In the 83rd minute, he sleepily allowed Ferran Torres to get away from him in the right side of the box to connect with Lewandowski's pass and score. But in the 87th minute, he blocked Sergio Roberto's header from the right side of the box. David Alaba rated as a 6. In the first half, he intercepted through balls in the 1st and 12th minutes. He intercepted a ball in the defensive third in the 21st minute. He intercepted a cross from the right side in the 24th minute. And in the 26th minute, he blocked Sergio Roberto's shot in the right side of the box. In the second half, he intercepted a pass in the right side of the box in the 47th minute. But in the 62nd minute, he mishit an attempted clearance from the defensive left corner to send the ball out. In the 76th minute, he tackled Ferran Torres in the right side of the box. Edder Militao rated as a 7. In the first half, he intercepted a cross in the 12th minute. He intercepted a pass in the attacking half in the 16th minute. He intercepted a ball above the box in the 34th minute. In the 43rd minute, he disrupted a Lewandowski header in the left side of the box. And in the 45th minute, he blocked a cross. In the second half, he played a bad pass to Modric in the midfield area that turned the ball over in the 46th minute. He played a good ball for Valverde down the right wing in the 64th minute. In the 73rd minute, Lewandowski got in behind him to connect with a long ball down the left wing that he took into the box before losing possession with his heavy touch. And in the 82nd minute, he blocked a shot from above the box. Danny Carvajal rated as a 7. In the first half, he played a good long ball for Valverde down the right wing in the 15th minute. In the 18th minute, his attempted through ball from above the box was intercepted. But in the 35th minute, his pass from the right side in the defensive half found Vinny in the center of the attacking half to start the move that eventually led to Valverde's goal. In the 38th minute, he intercepted and cleared a ball in from a corner. In the second half, he won the ball on the right side at the back in the 53rd minute. He intercepted a pass in the left side of the box in the 57th minute. He made a sliding tackle to win the ball back above the box in the 67th minute. And a couple of minutes later, he tackled Dembele above the box to halt his run. But in the 73rd minute, he was somewhat lucky to avoid conceding a penalty when he made contact with Lewandowski from behind in the left side of the box just as he attempted to cut inside at the end of his run. He was replaced by Antonio Rudiger in the 88th minute. As for the substitutes, Eduardo Camavinga rated as a 5. He replaced Luka Modric in the 78th minute. In the 83rd minute, he was slow in his attempt to close down on Ansu Fati on the left wing as he made the forward run that led to the Torres goal. But in the 94th minute, he displayed some good dribbling to get past defenders on the right side in the attacking half. Rodrigo rated as a 6. He replaced Vinicius in the 85th minute. And in the 89th minute, 
he took the ball from just above the right side of the box into the penalty area where he was brought down by Eric Garcia after attempting to cut inside. A VAR check a minute later determined that there had been a foul and a minute after that, Rodrigo beat Ter Stegen from the penalty spot to make it 3-1 Real. Antonio Rudiger did not get a rating. He went on for Carvajal in the 88th minute and a minute later, he intercepted a pass in the defensive half and played the ball to Valverde on his right to start a break. Marco Asensio, as the final substitute, did not get a rating. He went on for Benzema in the 88th minute, and he didn't make any meaningful contribution in his time out on the pitch. Finally in front of the goal, Andre Lunin rated as a 7. In the first half, he easily saved Rafinha's shot from above the right side of the box in the 5th minute, and in the 37th minute, he stopped Frankie de Jong's shot from the right side of the box. In the second half, he easily caught Lewandowski's high looping header in the 70th minute, and in the 79th minute, he stopped Lewandowski's scuffed one-timer from the center of the box. In the 83rd minute, he was entirely blameless for the Torres goal as he was let down by his defense in front of him. All in all, Real was superior to Barcelona today, and had it not been for a defensive lapse late on that gave rise to a few nervous minutes, they would have easily cruised to the win. But even with that minor hiccup, the Whites still got the always important victory over their bitter rivals and nearest challengers at the top of the table, and they'll look to continue their impressive unbeaten run when they return to action come midweek. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid. It's a midweek La Liga match for the league leaders as the Whites will travel to take on Elche this coming Wednesday. Last season in the league, Real defeated Elche 2-1 away back in October, but drew 2 all at the Bernabeu in January. They also met in last season's Copa del Rey back in January, with Real winning that away contest by the score of 2-1. This season in the league, Elche sit rock bottom of the table with only 3 points after 9 matches, having registered no wins, 3 draws, and 6 defeats. They've conceded a league-worst 21 goals while only scoring 6, so there really will be absolutely no excuse for Madrid coming away from this match with anything less than all three points. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after Real takes on Elche on Wednesday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!